Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode. I hope your July is going well. And if you're listening to this some other time of year, I hope that's going well for you too. Today is going to be a conversation about asking questions and questions being a really important part of the learning process. Now, for me, questions haven't necessarily been my default. I'm someone who has just a voracious appetite for reading. And usually when I'm curious about something, I'll find something to read about it. If I can read about it, I'm going to try to find the answers that way. But I have other friends who that's not their primary mode of learning. They're going to be the people who go out and ask questions first and learn from the world around them. Now, ideally, we could do both of those things. Ideally, we would be able to find people to help us with answers, and we'd also be able to do some research on our own. But it's one of those things where there are people who kind of go into a diatribe against others who ask, and I'm using quotes here, stupid questions. And that's one of the things that I think really stops certain people from going out and asking questions and trying to elicit answers because of the fear of judgment. And so we're going to talk about that in a little bit here. But I am someone who over the last couple of weeks has really watched myself reach out and ask a lot of questions. And I understand that to others, I might have kind of a naivety or an immaturity or some type of unawareness because of the types of questions I ask. And to that, I say, yes, yes, I do. And asking questions is my way to grow and to learn. So even over these last couple of weeks, some of the questions I've asked, I was at the gym yesterday and I needed to set up for a hundred pound hip thrusts, except I didn't know how heavy the bar actually was. And so because I don't know how heavy the bar is, I don't know how much supplemental weight to put on it. So I stopped someone and I just said, hey, do you know how much this bar weighs? And he's like, yes, standard bars are 45 pounds. And now I know that. And I had asked him, there was another bar there. And I said, do you know how much this bar is? He says, no, I actually don't use that one. I suspect it's 30 to 35 pounds. See, he didn't pretend he knew the answer, but he gave me as much information as he had. I don't know what this one weighs, but I know that this one here is 45 pounds. And because I now have that understanding, I could go on and set up for my hip thrust. Some other questions I've asked over the last week, I was doing some weighted squats in class on Friday and my trainer came over and he said, Steph, what's going on with your right knee there? And I was like, I, I don't know. It's just doing its typical knee thing. And he said, no, it's bowing in. And I'm not sure what that's about. Has anything ever happened to that knee? And it wasn't anything that had occurred to me for most of my adult life. But I said to him, I said, yes. So when I was 13, 14, and 15, I dislocated that knee on four different occasions. And he said, it looks like there's some residual stuff going on there from that. And so then I have to ask him, okay, well, what does that mean? Because something that could have been rehabilitated 20 years ago hasn't been, it's clearly affecting my training now, what do I do about that? So I'm asking a trainer, how can I be helped in this situation? 
Another thing I have is I have a noise that's been going on in my car for a while. And so I'm talking to my dad and I'm explaining it. And he says, that sounds like a wheel bearing. And so I had asked a friend, hey, do you have someone that you could refer me to who could do kind of a once over for my car? And then they could also check out this wheel bearing. And so he gave me a lead. And so that particular situation is getting sorted out. Now in the condo, I have two ceiling fans that I need to get swapped out. Okay, I'd like to get them swapped out to be more precise. And I would also like to get a different toilet for the bathroom here. And so I'm asking my dad, I say, okay, is there one person I can call to do electrical and plumbing? I don't know what that looks like. I've never had to really deal with that on my own before. And my dad was very gracious and he said, why don't I come over and help? And so I said, yes, you can. And I appreciate it. But I'm wondering if you would actually be willing to coach me through it. And then I could actually do part of the heavy lifting and part of the main work there. And so I'm just noticing that there's so many pieces where I have not yet developed skills and I could not ask the questions and, and go on as though, you know, I know everything. Or I could continually come back and ask people again and again, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? And what I... What I'm aware of is that there are certain people who get judgmental when others ask them for help, right? So I, I talked to my dad about the ceiling fan and the toilet, but maybe I talked to someone else and I said, hey, do you know who could help me swap out a ceiling fan? And they give some smart aleck answer about, well, yeah, you would just do this or you would just call this person or, oh my word, I can't believe you don't know how to do that yourself. Or I have this noise going on in my car and they're like, well, why wouldn't you just bring it to so-and-so? You, you don't even know how to bring it to your service provider or whatever the glib or sarcastic comment is. Where I see this play out so often is online. Now, for better or worse, I am a part of some of the local informed pages. I like somewhat to know what's going on in my community. I don't get really heavily invested in it. One of the things that's pretty interesting is how many people ask what you would assume to be unnecessary questions like, oh, hey, I'm wondering what building's going up on this corner or I just saw a police cruiser at this intersection. What do you think's going on there? And there's almost like this voyeuristic thing going on. But what I wanna argue is that I don't want to be the arbiter of what's a good question, what's a bad question, because I don't know where someone's coming from. If someone's coming from my particular life context and they're in their mid-30s and they have a whole bunch of life skills that they've never had to navigate before, and so they're asking all of these details, I don't want to assume that they should know better. I don't want to assume that someone along the way has guided them and maybe they're just lazy or maybe they're uneducated or maybe they just don't know how to navigate the world around them. I don't want to make assumptions. There's a reason they're asking asking said questions. Now, if it's a question that you perceive to be stupid, what if you just scrolled past it? What if you didn't take the time to comment on it and remind someone that from your perspective, it's a stupid question? That could be a really good use of your time to just move right along and not engage in the judgment of who should or should not ask questions or what type of questions people should or should not ask. Now, I agree, there are some really inappropriate or voyeuristic questions out there and you're like, what the dickens is this person thinking? But if you don't know their context, why are you taking the time? Why do any of us take the time to sit there and smack down someone's question asking? So many people go right into attack mode when they perceive someone else's question to be stupid. And there are such things as dumb questions. I think that's a ridiculous thing that we were raised to believe that there's no such thing as a dumb question, but I'm not going to be the arbiter of it. I'm not going to decide that someone should know better or someone should do better or someone should be better unless I know enough about that person to actually have a qualified opinion. And even then, what a waste of my time to sit there and decide what questions they should or should not ask. There's a meme that really kind of prompted this, you know, you could call it a tirade or whatever it is. It was on a, a 
so it was a meme that talks about on a Reddit forum, someone asked how to correctly order a Subway sandwich, and there was a person who took the time to tell them step-by-step step how to engage that process, and then this meme said that that was the one of the most pure-hearted things they've ever seen. What if that's the world that we help create? What if someone asks a question, and instead of leaning into some sort of smugness that we know the answer and they don't know the answer, what if either you answer it or you move right along? What if it's not about having a one-up on someone? What if it's about holding your hand out to help someone? And I get it, there are people that ask questions that literally don't make sense to us, but that's probably because something in their context doesn't exactly make sense to us. Because we don't have their worldview, we don't have their frame of reference, we don't have their deficits or their skills or whatever it is. And I just wonder what happens when we normalize people asking questions, because asking a question is actually quite vulnerable. Asking a question literally says to someone, I don't know what this is, could you help me? Now, there was going to be a second half to this episode about the fact that fear is one of the reasons we often don't ask questions. I think we're gonna have to save that for a later episode, but I just want to encourage you first, ask questions to better understand the world around you. Often there is fear involved, but one of the reasons there's fear involved is because people scoff at those who ask questions. Not all people do, there are some incredibly helpful people out there. Those are the ones we lean towards, those are the ones we invite into our stories. If someone's clapping back at us for asking a question, I encourage you to just try to get over it, try to move through it. That's a them problem, it's not a you problem. Asking questions is a strength. Asking questions is how we learn about the world around us. So I want to encourage you to ask the questions. And now I, I do have a friend where when I will ask him a question, he'll say things like, well, that's a good question. I wonder what would happen if you thought about that for a while. And frankly, that is a very vexing response but usually that's for my good too. Usually it's something for me to wrestle through where I'm asking maybe something a little bit too simplistically. I'm asking for something that's black and white and it's probably more of a great concept. So we don't always have to give an answer to someone who asks a question. It's very possible that we can kind of rhetorically put that back on them and say, you should think about that some more. What might that look like to consider it from this point of view? Give them a piece of the information and not all of the information. For example, with my dad coming to help me put in the toilet, I'm literally going to grow in skill because he's going to be there with me because I asked him to, but he's going to let me take the lead on it so I can grow in my skill set. But I really want to encourage you, if you do not have something to contribute when someone asks a question, please don't take that as an opportunity to disparage or to put someone in check or to tell them what a dumb question it is. You don't know their context. You don't know what's going on with them. You don't know why they don't have the understanding that you do. So possibly just scroll right by it if it does give you some sort of pause, or perhaps you're the person who generously sits there and gives step-by-step -step directions for how to do something and helps relieve the stress that someone else is having about a new experience. You could be that person. And I wanna encourage you to be the person who asks questions, be the person who helps answer questions, and maybe make the world just a little bit of a better place in doing that. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.